It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, we're back for our final podcast in the month of July on the series uh, called Our Freedom. This is Debbie Kiever, and once again, it's Laura Pereno and I sharing about different aspects of freedom. It's been a great month with special guest, Laura, and today you are actually our special guest. I don't know if you've <laughs> actually, like that. you look at it that way. I'm interviewing you today, but as we wrap up this series on freedom, you know, we all have stories of freedom, uh, areas that we had no idea that we were bound up in and we needed to be set free from. A lot of times you live in a way that you go, this is just the way life is. This is just the way I am. And it's, it's, it's very possible that you can be living very, very bound up and have no idea that just a step away is the land of freedom. Absolutely. And so, Laura, you really experienced that. The story you're going to share today is one that I think you would have said that you were walking free and you didn't realize that there was still an area that was bound up and, and what a journey. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to be the interviewer today and you're going to be the special <laughs> guest. So thanks for joining us today, Laura, on Beyond My the pleasure. Building. My pleasure. <laughs> well, why don't you share with us, where were you before the moment that you're about to share about? Where were you prior to that moment? Well, I've shared in the past, and first of all, I am really grateful to uh, be here sharing this story, you know, because you and I get to share a lot of stories as we're talking. We we dive into the Word of God, and we um, love to dig out the truth and how we can apply it to our lives. And sometimes there are things going on in my life or in your life um, while we are sharing these truths on this podcast. And you know, God's teaching us as we're speaking what we're speaking on the podcast episodes, but so it's just true. so <laughs> interesting and honestly, very freeing to be able to speak out the things that God has been working in my life or your life as we are sharing these messages. And so I really feel like God has been um, using Beyond the Building on these podcast episodes to shape me and change me and bring me into a new place of freedom. And so I've shared before, and I know we've mentioned on the podcast that um, back in 2016, uh, my family and I uh, had a very significant robbery take place at our home. Um, we were traveling home from vacation. My husband got a phone call. We were two hours away in New York City at the airport, and we found out that somebody was in our house. The alarm hadn't gone off, and um, wow, what a feeling to be on a two-hour ride and know that there were people in your home and you couldn't get them out and the police were not coming right because the alarm wasn't on and that there were people in my sacred space at that moment and so it was just um it was a tough place to be and so as we came home uh and we finally arrived at the house of course at this point the neighbors had called the police and it was two hours later and the thieves had come and gone and what they left behind was just you know a mess of shattered glass and a broken house. Um, they had found the place where I kept 
and Dan kept all of our, um, you know, our treasure, our earthly treasure. And I'm not talking about money and not necessarily talking about, um, you know, wedding rings, which were a part of it and class rings and uh, special pieces of jewelry, significant items that Dan gave me for uh, anniversaries or whatever. I'm also just talking about the things like Emily would buy for me at, you know, the, the gift shop at Christmas, the dollar items. Right. Um, Treasures. Yeah. It was just anything that was special and personal heirlooms that have been passed down for generations. Each piece had a story. But um, it was tough. And I remember walking into that moment and just seeing my home such a wreck, spotlights all over the place. There were helicopters flying around. My whole yard was lit up. It was midnight. There were police everywhere. And the dogs had been. It was just it was just a scene I'll never forget. And um, as we came through that night at six o'clock in the morning, we got to finally go to sleep. Uh, we had been interviewed all night long about what, what we had seen missing and who we thought it might be. You know, all kinds of questions are being asked and um, went to bed and, and woke up the next morning in my daughter's clothes uh, because I couldn't go into my closet. You know, I was afraid of my bedroom. I slept in the guest bedroom. It was quite an emotional time. Um, but at the same time, Deb, and 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 you know this, at the same time, I was writing a Bible study and uh, God was putting the word unshakable uh, as the title for this Bible study that I was writing. And I remember kind of arguing with God as I am known to do. Um, not so much anymore, but I definitely have been one of those people that would argue with God and say, no, um, I told the Lord, no, I can't. I can't title this book unshakable or this, this Bible study unshakable because you, you know, feel look unshakable. At, yeah. Like look <laughs> at this mess I'm living in and how, what a, what a hypocrite I would be to stand up in front of a group of women and say, I'm going to help you be unshakable, you know? And, and I said, no, God, I, I'm not unshakable. This book can't be, you know, titled that. And God just whispered to my heart so beautifully. Like he always does. He says, this book is not about you. Right. <laughs> and so then I was like, Oh, right, right. Like you're unshakable. So here I got, you know, this robbery going on and this book Bible study going on at the same time. And so all of these places are kind of coming together. It was a long journey, Debbie, like becoming free from that moment, that painful moment. It, it was uh, sleepless nights. It was every noise in the house was a mess. It was it was a very, very uh, painful time. You know, I appreciate because uh, I've watched you go through this journey. Um you have been, you live what you're teaching. You know, you've been transparent, um, maybe not with the broad public, but you've had your circle of, of ladies and men who have just surrounded you and prayed with you through mm -hmm. the, the many, many emotions that you yep. experienced through this. What can you share about some of those? They, they went all over the place, right? Yep. The emotions were all over the place. What can you share about the emotions you were walking through? Well, I kind of liken it to the stages of grief that we go through. And, and grief, you know, when there's a loss, we experience grief. And it wasn't just for me a loss of, you know, my jewelry. I mean, that almost sounds a little bit petty, even though that was significant. Um, but there was a loss of, like, security and safety. We found out as we went on this journey that uh, we had been watched for quite a long time. We had been surveyed and it felt violated. So this was a, this was a loss of a lot of things. And so going through these stages of grief, we know that, you know, you experience pain, anger, uh, and then finally you get to that place of acceptance. Some of these emotions that we go through in grief, it's easy to share with other people. Like I would be uh, willing to tell other people that, I'm hurting. I've experienced a loss. People invaded my house and I'm very sad. I'm hurting. That's something I easily shared because I know it's, 
it's okay to share that we're hurting, right? That doesn't seem like an ugly emotion. That seems like an emotion that somebody would sympathize with or not look sure. down on you on, you know? They would rally behind you exactly. and say, you should be, you should feel that way. Exactly. And so that's really what I felt. Um, I was I was good at sharing the pain because I felt like I could keep people connected. But there were things that happened, um, you know, in the middle of the night in my heart when I would wake up for months and months waking up um, just with this uh, anger slash mm -hmm. hatred in my heart um, toward this individual that I didn't even know who it was but had been in my home. And I remember waking up and I, I would have dreams about pieces of jewelry and my dad giving it to me and then waking up to realize that not only is my dad no longer here, but the jewelry that he gave me is no longer here. And the anger that would just well up in my soul, I would have to quote scripture to get myself back to bed, back to sleep. These are not the emotions that I would share, right? <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to be out there saying, um, you know, being a Christian, right? And then telling people, oh yes, and I, I'm so angry at this individual, or I, I had feelings of hatred last night when I was thinking, these are not the feelings that you share, but these are the things that I was waking up in the middle of the night feeling and experiencing. Um, it was, it was hard, hard to get past that anger. Um, not at the actual moment that it happened, because that's where I was at that, that, that sadness. But as that sadness grew into anger, it was really hard for me to get past those raw cutting emotions against this individual who had harmed me in such a significant way. What a tug of war, I think, going on in the midst of mm. you because you're feeling these things kind of secretly. Mm -hmm. uh, you have people who are praying and supporting you along the way, but if you're not letting them in on the ugly part, mm -hmm. right, then you're mm -hmm. really not going to be free unless the stuff that's hidden underneath comes yep. to the surface. And sometimes though, we don't see it for what it is. That's right. Right, but one, the other tug of war side of it is that you're continuing to teach. And I know you, and I know that you mm. believed what you were teaching, that God will bring good out of everything. Like in that word, everything, it means everything. All things Amen. means all things. That God is big enough with a big enough purpose that yep. whatever he's allowing you to walk through, there's a reason for it. And yep. he, he allowed you to struggle for a while. Yep. And it wasn't like you had walked away from him or, you know, had just gotten cold towards God, really. It's just you were in a tug of war. You're still Absolutely. teaching the truth, but you're still struggling emotionally. But God had a much bigger purpose for what he what he was allowing to happen in your life. Absolutely. I really love that picture of the tug of war because that's exactly what it is. And the pain that I was in was like pushing me closer to Jesus, right? Right. And then at the same time, these emotions are just like blocking me from uh, gaining that freedom that I needed to experience. But there definitely was this bigger purpose going on. And the, the morning after the robbery, uh, some ladies came over to the house and we stood in the kitchen and, and this is all in the, the book or maybe you heard on these episodes before, but we stood in the kitchen, we held hands and, and people prayed. And, you know, we were praying for me, we were praying for my family and, and safety and whatnot. And then one friend um, prayed uh, for the, the thief, for the criminal, uh, that, that this individual had stepped on holy ground and that perhaps uh, this individual had never been on holy ground before. And you can't help but step on holy ground and be changed right and that was a moment where god 
put something in my heart saying, Laura, there is a much greater purpose to the story that I'm allowing you to walk. Something just came to, to life. And so even in all of this anger and this hatred, I just kept thinking, I am so angry at this individual. But God told me that this individual has stepped on holy ground, that this individual is going to be changed. And at that moment when that prayer was prayed, I knew, I knew beyond the shadow of a doubt that I was going to have the opportunity to share the love of Jesus with the one who had invaded my space. And I'll tell you, we're going to talk as we go through this story about the moment that God brings all of this stuff to pass. But God's timing is so perfect because if it had been in my timing, right, the individual would have been um, arrested the next day. I would have quickly told him about Jesus. He would have gone away to jail, you know, and then I would have just been able to be free, I thought, and so move thought, on with yeah. my life. Right, <laughs> right, right. So. so so, that was 2016, right, that this yep. all took place. And, well, it's 2017 comes, 18, 19 What's yeah. going on in your life? It's a lot yeah. of years. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just like every other promise that God gives us. Um, because it, God told me, you're going to speak to this person. You're going to tell them about the love of Jesus. And just like every other promise that God gives us, we can be walking, you know, in strong faith for, you know, the first six months. And then it's the year anniversary. And we haven't seen it with our eyes yet. And then it's the two year anniversary and we're struggling <laughs> to be strong, right? We're struggling to say, God, I know what you said, but I haven't seen it with my eyes. Things are happening. Like, uh, I know that certain individuals were put in jail after a couple of years that the team that had invaded my space was actually put in prison. So I knew that we were getting someplace. And so I thought, as soon as I heard they were arrested, I was like, yes, this is my day. I'm finally going to get to tell these people about Jesus or this person about Jesus. And yet still, the timing wasn't right. 2018, 2019. Now, 2020, Deb. 2020. It's been five years since the robbery. And I have not heard one word about whether or not... Um, this moment was really going to take place, right? You start to kind of doubt, you start to kind of wonder, you have to go back to what did God say? So um, COVID hits and we all are, you know, stuck in our houses now. And I was like, all right, Lord, I've moved to Franklin, Tennessee. I am now stuck in a house by myself in a city where I know very few people. And I am very, very alone. And I've got a whole lot of time on my hands. And I felt God was putting on my heart you know, that Bible study that you've been trying to work into a book, let's get that done, right? Let's make 2020 the year that we get that done. And not only is it going to be a Bible study, but I want you to weave the story of what you have walked right in this robbery into the Bible study. So I had all this time, like we all did, right? Got my computer out. Like we all did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got a good editor um, and started to put this book together. My goal was by the end of 2020, I just want this book to be done. So 2020 hits. I am working as hard as I can under quarantine to get this book done. And in December of 2020, like, isn't this the way God works at the 11th hour, right? It's actually probably 11.59 p.m. <laughs> I submit the book. The book gets published. I think it was December 20th of 2020. And 
I receive my first copy of the book and I look at it and and the designer for the cover just did an amazing job. I love the way this book looks. And so I'm looking at this book and I'm saying, it's finished. It's complete. Everything's in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you, Jesus. I got this all done. Like, only because of you. Like, this book is done. It is finished. I walked this hard road. There was something very um, emotionally healthy for me in putting everything on paper study a Joshua all together. I felt like it was finished. I could kind of cross it off the list and move on. Still with that desire to talk to somebody about Jesus, because I knew what God said and he is always faithful to what he says. But I felt like this was the end of the story. Didn't know how God was going to work out the rest. December 2020, five years later, book published. All the chapters are complete. <laughs> or so I thought, right? Now there mm -hmm. are 12 chapters in the book, Debbie. We could easily call this uh, podcast episode chapter 13, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because God wasn't done writing the story. And in January of 2021, I was walking my granddaughter uh, down a, a pretty busy street, a lot of noise, a lot of commotion, and the phone rang. And it was the attorney general's office um, in Delaware. And uh, a man came on and he started talking to me about the robbery. And he told me that one of the individuals was going to have a hearing and he asked me, would you like to speak to the individual in court? Well, here it comes full circle. Yes. Now, mind <laughs> you, I'm on a very busy street. I'm not really sure this is what this man just said to me. What? I get to speak to the victim? You know, now I'm thinking to myself, God told you you were going to speak to the victim. Uh -huh. And now here's your moment. And I just said, yes, yeah. yes, I want to speak to the victim. And it was my moment. I knew at that moment that this was it. I would have my opportunity to speak to this individual about the love of Jesus. I'm telling you, Deb, something in my heart came alive again. I just hung up the phone, just started saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Like this is the moment that I've been waiting for all this pain. This and then was, the you, was your next thought, oh my gosh, I have the book It's finished and it's too late. <laughs> it's too late to add another chapter. Well, I did think that that was the second thought was, wow. 12 chapters done just like three weeks ago for sale. People have bought it. And now I have another chapter. But maybe but that chapter wasn't for us. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I have thought that to myself so many times because there are certain events that we go through in life that are for ourselves, right? Not right. for us to share necessarily. Now, God has given me opportunities to share the rest of the story, and I'm grateful for that, but not necessarily in that venue. So, um. It was going to be a Zoom platform because, of course, I couldn't go face-to-face -face, uh, in 2020 or 2021 in a courtroom. And uh, I remember I it was three weeks later, I received the Zoom invitation. And the individual, the guy from the attorney general's office had told me to write a letter that I would want to read to the victim. And so I did. And I remember thinking, God, what am I supposed to say to this man who invaded my space, who hurt me so badly. Um, what am I supposed to say to this one? And God told me three things. He said, first, I want you to tell him, be honest about the pain that you walked. Tell him how his actions impacted you and your family. Like be raw, be real. Mm -hmm. And that was hard for me because as, as Christians, and this is definitely wrong theology, but as Christians, <laughs> As growing up Christian, I, I think that I always, um, well, in forgiveness, you don't want to bring back to somebody's memory how how hard it had been. You just want to say, 
that thing that happened, yeah, I just forgive you, you know, why would I want to drag somebody through something? But there is a healing that comes along with that too. So God was like, tell them, tell them how you feel, tell them what you went through. And then the second thing is, I want you to tell him that you forgive him. And then the third thing is, I want you to tell him about me, tell him that I love him. So I had my three points. I got out a piece of paper and a pen and Debbie, it takes, you know, it takes me a long time to write anything, right? Let's just be real. Let's just be real. I work on things way too long. You think it, through it, it and you think through it and you edit yeah. it 20 times. Yeah. Well, this, it just flowed. It just absolutely flowed everything that was supposed to be said. And on paper um, was this honestly, and I'm going to call it beautiful portrayal because I know it was the Holy Spirit, you know, giving me uh, what I needed in order to write this. Um, but it was just beautiful. It was the real honest raw truth about how I felt it was me telling this individual that I forgave him and I told him the story about the circle of women that had stood in my kitchen and had prayed for him and then I told him that Jesus loves him and I told him the plan of salvation I told him that God is not finished with him I told him that the best is still yet to come for his life and that he has an opportunity to start all over with Jesus. And I'm telling you, it came out much more beautifully than what I just said to you. But um, I read that letter to him on Zoom and I just cried. Mm. It was absolutely so freeing for me to speak those words of forgiveness to him. And this all goes back to that fact that if it had happened quickly, if he had been arrested the next day and put in jail, my forgiveness, I wouldn't have walked a five-year road mm -hmm. of all of this stuff that was inside of me that I needed to get out. You know, when there's, when there's something inside of you, God is going to allow circumstances to shake you up in order for it to come out. And the road that I walked exposed so much darkness that was I, I was dealing with. Like, I was a person who clearly had issues with anger and I never thought I did. But when I came into a hard time, God brought that anger to the surface and I could deal with it. And I'm a different person now with, with issues like that than I was then. So it's just amazing how God's timing is perfect. It brought out all this stuff I needed to deal with and got me prepared for this moment where I would honestly, genuinely tell this man that I forgave him and truly share the love of Jesus. I think your transparency even here sharing that this was the behind the scenes of Laura Perino. Mm. Um, I know that there are listeners who were going, I needed to know that you f would feel that way too, mm. you know, cause you're certainly not alone in that. And I got a question for you because I, I, you've told me the story and there was a moment that you would call the beyond, yep. right? Cause that's kind of our favorite yes. word, the beyond Laura. What was his response? To yeah. your tears after you shared all those things with him? Yeah, well, he, we were on Zoom, right? Everybody's muted. So he just kind of looked at me the whole time that I was speaking and I'm sobbing. He's looking and uh, the judge, I don't know. I, I think all these people in this room were kind of, the Zoom room were kind of like, what in the world is going on here as I just read this, um, this paper. When I was done, the judge uh, said to the individual, uh, the, the one who was, you know, who had offended me, he said to him, you are not to have any contact with her. You are not to go near her space. You are not to go anywhere near her home. Do you understand? And he said, yes. And then more of the court hearing went out. 
And then the judge said um, to the defendant, is there anything you would like to share with the court before we close um, your hearing? And he said, yes, your honor, I would like to speak to the victim. Now, God told me, I, I mean, you can, I have goosebumps just saying that. You can imagine hearing and imagining what in the world is he going to say to me? What is he going to say to me? You right. know, he's already hurt me enough. What is he going to say to me? And um, the judge gave him permission to speak to me. God had told me that I would speak to him, right? The beyond, God hadn't told me that he would speak to me, right? You weren't prepared for that. No. And so he looked at me through the camera and he said, um, thank you for praying for me. I am so sorry for the pain that I have caused you and your family. And I want to thank you and ask you to forgive me. Wow. Now, I had already forgiven him. I already told him he was forgiven. But there is there is a difference. And yes. really, this, this goes back to... We were talking last week about you know, the cost of our freedom. This goes back to, um, <laughs> we've already been forgiven, you know, but how it touches the father's heart when we say, will, will you, you forgive, forgive me? me? Yeah. We've already been forgiven, right? He already did it on the cross. I had already forgiven this individual. And yet he asked me for forgiveness. Now at this point, I'm on mute. I can't, I can't even speak back to the gentleman if I wanted to. I just, I'm sobbing and I am nodding my head so that he can see me in agreement with him. Yes, I forgive you. I forgive you. And I'm blown away, Deb. That was like, when when I got my opportunity to speak to him, that was God's promise fulfilled, right? He told me what was going to happen. It was five years later. That was God's promise fulfilled. But when the individual spoke to me, that's the moment you're referring to. That is the beyond. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21, we always go back to this. You know, it's just, it's, it's the beyond. That's, that was, that was the start of the beyond women's conference. Absolutely. God knew, right. God knew where yeah. we would walk. It's now to him yep. who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. Just thinking of him watching you in that kitchen, praying yeah. with friend, your friends, according to his power that is at work within us to him, be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever amen he's getting the glory amen through your testimony through the book yep. right the bible study through this podcast yep. god is getting the glory for what he has accomplished through your story what an awesome story you know amen and i have to say and and maybe somebody who's listening today has asked your has asked yourself or asked the lord one of the things that kept going through my mind on this whole five-year journey especially in the beginning was why me why my house? Mm -hmm. Out of all of the houses, A, on my road in Wilmington, Delaware, right? Why my house? And I asked that so many times. Why, 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 why me? I read that verse and I say, that's why me. Mm -hmm. Because God had a purpose to do more than I could ask or imagine. And he knew that even though I was going to struggle... He knew even though I was going to go into anger and, and hatred and all of these raw emotions that I don't want to live out. He knew 
that final call, <laughs> he would get the glory and that the individual would find out about Jesus. He knew it, right? And so he gave me a promise and he brought me to that place. And so as we wrap up this month, Debbie, I just think this is the perfect place to end our month of July when we're talking about freedom. Mm. Because I am a different woman than I was five years ago because I experienced the journey of forgiving someone who had offended me in a way I never thought I could be hurt before. And so many of us have gone through or are going through seasons right now where we have experienced offense. Someone has sinned against us. Someone has hurt us in a place that we never thought we could possibly be hurt that way before. Never in my mind did I think I'd be going through this kind of pain. Holding on to unforgiveness just keeps us waking up in the middle of the night angry, having dreams and crying out and having these emotions that are so unhealthy for us. Living and operating in unforgiveness keeps us at a place where we cannot rest. But when we experience forgiving people because we have been forgiven... It is so freeing. You know, there's that Chris Tomlin song that just says, my chains are gone. Mm -hmm. Like I've been set free. Free. That's how I feel on the other side of this story. I feel like I am free in a way I've never been free before. I've had to forgive people and I've had to ask for forgiveness and things throughout my life, but never have I had to forgive on this level. So if there is a, a place, you know, in any of our listeners' hearts or anybody, you know, who might come in contact with this story... There is a chapter 13 for you too, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's one to 12, the story that we already know, but then God has a peace for you when you will walk out the forgiveness that he died to give you. That's what I've learned from this. That's my takeaway. Um, I'll never get bound by that again. I know it now. I recognize it. I, I walked it and I'm grateful to be running free today, not bound to the woman that I was five years ago in that very painful place. I just want to, I'm smiling, Laura, because I'm listening to this, your powerful testimony. And before we sign off, I just want to thank you for being our special (laughs) guest today. You're very welcome. It's uh, quite a story. It's been a privilege to watch you through this. And uh, thank you for being that real friend that uh, shares honestly along the way. He doesn't have that stiff upper lip and say Mm. that everything is great when it wasn't. You Mm. know, I think, I think to me that has spoken volumes to me as your friend, Mm. um, as another Christian sister, another pastor. Um, I think you've really walked it with extreme grace. Um, Praise God. And that's just been an example for me. Praise God. Well, thank you so much. I I really am very, very grateful. So as we wrap up today, uh, friends, we are so glad that you're with us. You definitely please uh, share this episode with those. If, if you know anybody who's read the story or knows a little about the story and, and would want to know or could be impacted by the, the final chapter, I say that, of course, but you know God, right? <laughs> It's, no, it's, it's, called a, it's called another book. <laughs> another book. There we go. <laughs> but you are welcome to share this. We just appreciate you so much. And thank you for being a part of this journey. Good things are happening at Beyond the Building. You know, as we're in the, the summer here, we've been doing this for a year now. And God is growing um, his kingdom as yes. he continues to, um, you know, shape us and form us. And we are excited to see what God is doing with Beyond the Building and what he is going to do next. So we're looking forward to seeing you again uh, in the month of August. We have some great 
um, topics there too as we talk about going back to some beginnings or going back to the basics and and you'll see more about that as as we connect again next week so god bless you take care thanks for listening uh he loves you and and so do we thanks everybody we believe that god will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today thank you for joining us until next time remember you were created for more